What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Casual Big Ten Podcast. Week 10, we have seven Big Ten matchups. All 14 teams are playing against each other this weekend. Really exciting stuff. Not a ton of great, great matchups. There are going to be what I think are going to be a couple of really close games. And uh, we're going to talk about that. We'll talk about the spread, some of the over-unders, what you should be watching for this weekend, what we think is going to happen. But first, I wanted to say thank you to anyone who listened, which there was more people than I expected, uh, listening to the basketball preview episode that is live now. Basketball is starting in just a couple of days after this weekend. We're right in the thick of things with basketball, and I'm really excited about that because I just love talking hoops. I love talking hoops, man. It's great. It's a great time of year. We're going to have football and basketball going on at the same time. Not a ton of great, like, big things. Go- I mean, once the season gets rolling, we'll have some big matchups um, in the Big Ten basketball world. Uh, but for this week and for this episode, I'm going to talk about these Week 10 Big Ten matchups and what we think is going to happen, um, how it'll impact the standings and things of that nature. So uh, a lot going on. Starting right at noon, there's four games taking place at noon. It's going to be really difficult to watch all four of them. I'm not going to. I'm not going to be able to. I don't have a spot where I can set up four TVs in my house. I would love that. But uh, I'm going to be watching two of them at a time. And the first one that I'm going to turn on is going to be Iowa versus Purdue. This is the odds-wise closest matchups if you're talking about the spread, Purdue is favored by three and a half. And I'm using, by the way, I'm switching over to CBS Sports. I'm done with ESPN. Their app has been super glitchy this year. And I've been enjoying the last three weeks. I've been using the CBS Sports app. I recommend that, by the way. I totally recommend it. It looks way better and they update things a lot faster. So using CBS Sports, I'm taking the spreads and over under right from their website. Um, And the spread that they have is Purdue minus three and a half. I love Purdue in this matchup. I think that they're much better than Iowa. I do. Just based on what Iowa's done this year. Um, They have the home field advantage in this game. And I think that Aiden O'Connell is going to do fine against that Iowa defense. The Iowa defense has been good this year. But Aiden O'Connell has Charlie Jones. And I think that they're going to throw it around a little bit on Iowa. I think they're going to outscore them by more than four. I think this spread will be, I mean, I think that they're going to win by like 10. That's what I'm thinking. And the reason why is because Purdue has much more to play for right now. They are very alive in that Big Ten West battle. And if they win this game this weekend, they have a huge matchup against Illinois next weekend, which in my opinion is going to decide the Big Ten West. If you look at the schedules, I think that it will decide the Big Ten West. And that's kind of what I'm cheering for. I'm cheering for that big late season matchup. I talked a little bit about how I want to see Michigan and Ohio State still be undefeated in that last game of the year. I'm also cheering for Purdue and Illinois this weekend because I want to see that game next weekend really mean something. It'll put something on the schedule that we can really get behind and get excited about. Um, So I'm picking Purdue minus three and a half, and I'm, I'm thinking that they're going to win this game as well. Iowa just hasn't shown me enough. Petrus is still starting. And I just don't think that he's got what it takes to beat Purdue. But I've been wrong before. You've seen it this year. Uh, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm very excited about that game. That's probably the game that I'm most excited about this weekend because of the implications in the standings. Uh, the other games that are going on at noon, we have Wisconsin and Maryland. Maryland is traveling to Wisconsin. A chance for Maryland to prove that they are a legitimate Big Ten East team. 
I think that this is big for their program. I think it's big for recruiting um, because, like I said a couple weeks ago, they're six and two right now. If you're looking up at Maryland, I don't think anyone picked them to be seven and two after nine games. Um, so I like Maryland. I've been liking Maryland a lot, and I think that Tengavailoa is finally back and he's fully healthy this week. That's what I was reading on Twitter. So I think that he's going to have a big game. They have the tight end Dutches, I think is his last name. Uh, and I think that he'll have a big game against the Wisconsin defense. Wisconsin's been so flashy this year. They've been, like had flashes of greatness. I shouldn't say they're flashy because they're definitely not that. But they've had flashes of greatness, and I don't think that they're going to have that against Maryland. The Maryland defense has been pretty good this year, and I think that that defense will travel up to Wisconsin. I like Maryland in this game. I'm not going to say they're going to win outright, but they're getting five points, and that's what I'm going to take this weekend for my bets. Um, I'll go with Maryland, take the five points, and see what they can do, but they could win outright. A chance, like I said, to prove that they are legit. They could win this game outright, and I would not be surprised at all if they did. Also taking place right at noon, Nebraska's at home against Minnesota. I cannot pinpoint what's going on with Minnesota because they had a blowout win last week, um, and they've been bad the three weeks prior to that. So I don't know if they're like, hey, we're back now, or it was against Rutgers. So it's like, I mean, that's a good win, like I said last week on the recap episode, but it's not something to get super excited about. So I don't think that Minnesota's fully back yet. I think Nebraska at home will have a decent game. I do not think that they're going to win this game. I think that Minnesota's better than them. And I think that Minnesota can run on that defense a little bit more. But Nebraska's defense, speaking of being flash, flashy or showing flashes of greatness, they've done that this year too. So we'll see what they do against Mo Ibrahim. Um, Tanner Morgan back. So he's probably going to have to put the ball in the air a little bit because when I've watched Nebraska this year, they've done a good job against the run. I don't know what the stats are on that, and I'm not going to look it up. But in the games that I've watched, just from the eyeball test, Nebraska can stop the run. We'll see if they can stop Mo Ibrahim, though, because that's not just a regular run game. That's an elite run game. So uh, pretty good matchup right there. I'm going to take Nebraska in the 14 and a half in this game, and I'm going to run with that because I think that they'll be able to keep it close. But I don't think that they're going to win the game. That's kind of where I'm at with that one. Uh, last game taking place at noon. We have Ohio State traveling to Northwestern. I've talked about this multiple times on the podcast. I don't think that Northwestern is going to win another game. I definitely don't think that they're going to win this game. Um, their remaining schedule is at Minnesota. That's a loss. At Purdue, that's a loss. And versus Illinois. Their best shot is at Minnesota, but I don't think that they're going to win that game either. I think that been saying this for weeks. I think Northwestern's done winning. This is a game that you don't have to watch. Ohio State's going to blow them out. The spread is 38 points. Um, the over-under is 55 and a half. I'm taking the under in this. I could totally see Ohio State winning this game 42 to 7 or 51 to 0, but I don't think that it's going to get over 55 and a half. That's a big number to get over for the over-under with Northwestern playing. I could also see Northwestern getting a couple stops early and Ohio State's not able to stretch that lead as much as they'd like. So I don't think that it's going to get over the 55 number, but this is not a game that you need to keep eyes on. Ohio State's going to win. It's going to be a blowout. And uh, of the four games that you're looking at watching at noon, this is one that you don't even really have to watch. I mean, it's going to be 
I mean, it's already over. I would, I will, here's what I'll do. If Northwestern wins this game somehow, I will read on the next podcast the entire Northwestern roster, first and last name, and congratulate each and every single player on their roster individually. That's what the next podcast will be, the recap episode, if Northwestern wins this game. That's how confident I am that I'm not going to have to waste my time doing that, that Northwestern will not win this game. There's no shot. There's literally no shot. All right, and then uh, we got some 330 games. We got a couple of them. Michigan State, you guys have been seeing it on Twitter. They've been talked about a lot this week with what happened after the Michigan game. They are down, I believe, six players, four of them. At least three or four of them were starters on defense, and this is a tough week to be losing starters on defense. They're traveling to Illinois, who's 7-1 and one right now, possibly could be undefeated if they don't get jobbed in that Indiana game earlier in the year. Um, I think that Illinois is going to win this game, guys. I mean, that's not really going out on a limb. You have Michigan State, who's had trouble scoring. You have Illinois, the number one. Let me repeat that number one defense in the country when you're talking about points against them they're they're giving up about nine points a game still crazy really good defense for illinois michigan state's going to struggle the only way that michigan state can win this game is if they say screw it we're gonna go out there we have nothing to lose which they don't and we're gonna air it out against illinois because they're not gonna be able to run you saw what Michigan State did against Michigan. They couldn't run on Michigan. Illinois' defense is just as capable as Michigan's defense. Uh, and I think that Thorne's going to have to throw four or five touchdowns for them to pull an upset in this game. Keon Coleman's going to have to have a ginormous game if they want to pull the upset. But I don't think it's going to happen. I like Illinois in this game. Um, it's a big number, though. It's a really big number. Illinois is favored by, um, what was it, 17. And that's moved a little bit since the suspensions. I think it started out as at 13 and a half. So it's gone up like four points. Everyone's on Illinois right now. I think that a money line Illinois bet is fine. You're not going to make any money on that. But what I'm taking in this game is the under 41 points. Like I said, I think Michigan State is going to really struggle to score. I'm not expecting a shootout in this game. That's what Michigan State needs, though. They need a shootout if they want to pull the upset. I don't think they're going to get it, though. I don't think that they're going to score very much. And I think that Michigan State will probably score around 10 points, which means that for this to go over, Illinois is going to have to score 32. And even against that really, you know, missing pieced MSU defense, I don't think they're going to score 32. So I'm taking the under 41 points. It's a small, small over under, but I still am going to take it. I think we see not very many points scored in this game. That's the one that I'm most iffy about. Like, if I was like, look at your bets and tell me one you think might lose, and but you're still going to take it, it's going to be under 41 points in the MSU-Illinois game. Illinois talked about the implications in the standings and how big this game is for them. I think that they have to win two more games to win the West. I think they have to win two more games. And one of them, I believe, will be this weekend against Michigan State. I think that they will win that game. It sets up for that huge game against Purdue. They're at home again. That's their last home game. And if they win that game, I think the West is over. They play Michigan on the road. I That's going to be – I mean, I'm starting to think that that's going to be a good game at this point. I don't know. 
I mean, I'm starting to believe that much in Illinois. But I don't think that they can beat Michigan, but they finish at Northwestern, which is an automatic win. So they win this weekend. They beat Northwestern at the end of the year. I think they go to Indianapolis. But especially if they win this weekend and beat Purdue next weekend, I think Illinois is right there winning the West outright and uh, heading up to Illinois or over to Illinois, or I'm sorry, Indianapolis, heading over to Indianapolis to play for a title. So really, really exciting time for Illinois. But this is a huge game. They cannot have a letdown right here. They cannot have a letdown right here. Michigan State can upset people. They can do it. They've done it before. And a chance for them to do it this weekend. But in my opinion, the only way they do it is if Thorne drops back a hundred times and tries to throw 80 passes and uh, six touchdowns or something like that. That's the only way I think they can really win this game. Um, so that game's at 3.30. Also at 3.30, we have Penn State traveling to Indiana. Penn State's going to win this game. I like them a lot. I think that they cover the spread, which is 13 and a half. They win by more than two touchdowns. They're legitimate still. They played uh, Ohio State tough. Their only really bad game of the year so far was against Michigan. Indiana's true colors are finally showing up after kind of being a false flag there at the beginning of the year um, and winning some close games and keeping some other games close. But I don't think that they have the horses to slow down uh, Singlet Singleton. and. Uh, I almost called him Stafford. Clifford in this game. Um, I think Penn State's going to win handily in this game. I'll take them minus the 13 and a half. Even though they're traveling to Indiana, that's not like a crazy environment for them to have to go in. And Penn State's traveled a lot this year, so they played in tougher environments. And they've won in tougher environments. They've won by a lot in tougher environments. So uh, I'm taking Penn State. Not a ton to talk, to talk about in this game. There's no real big implications in the standings or anything like that because Penn State's out of the race in the east at this point it's going to be Michigan or Ohio State going to Indianapolis and uh they're just playing for a better bowl game I think so uh I think Penn State will win this game and then our last game Michigan playing in another night game this time they'll travel to New Jersey and play Rutgers <laughs> I'm not going to say the same thing I said about Ohio State against Northwestern but not a fun matchup for Rutgers at all. This is going to be ugly. I think that Michigan wins by a lot. The spread is 28, I believe. They don't have the spread on here. I don't know why. I think it's 28, though. Um, I think Michigan could cover that spread. It should be a blowout. But the over-under is 45, and that's what actually what I'm going to take in this game is uh, over 45 points. I think Michigan could do that by themselves against the Rutgers defense. Rutgers defense has really struggled. I talked about it the last couple of weeks, how low they are in the Big Ten rankings defensively against the pass and the rush. And I think that Blake Corum's going to have a big game. Um, they've really been relying on him a lot. It should be a game where they open up the offense a little bit and try to throw it around a little bit more. They're going to need J.J. McCarthy down the stretch to be able to throw it. And they haven't really been asking him to do that a lot. So this could be a Almost like a practice game for him, if you will. Um, but I think that Michigan's going to blow Rutgers out, and I think it's going to go over the 45 number. All right, let's recap the bets real quick. I like Purdue minus 3.5 versus Iowa. Nebraska plus 14.5 versus Minnesota. Over 55, or I'm sorry, under 55.5 in the Ohio State game. Maryland plus 5 at Wisconsin. Penn State minus 13.5 at Indiana. Under 41 in the Michigan State-Illinois game and over 45 in the Michigan-Rutgers game. 
huge week standings-wise for a couple of teams. You're talking about Purdue, Illinois, big week for them. They can't have any letdowns. Michigan, Ohio State should stay undefeated because they're both playing the two worst teams in the Big Ten. Um, so a lot of fun stuff to keep an eye on and be excited about. Let's finish up with some shout-outs. I want to shout out uh, three people that have been following along on Twitter. Again, I'm at Casual Big Ten on Twitter. Um, go ahead and give me a little follow. We're almost up to 500 followers, which is super exciting. Super exciting. Really excited about that. I'd love to get over 500 before the basketball season starts. That'd be fun. But I'm going to shout out Steve Coe, 9618-1773. Steve Coe was interacting with me on Twitter last week. Oh, and by the way, I tried to do these same shout outs last week when my around the uh, recap episode. I had these same shout outs and my it looks like it's working right now, but the app just stopped recording for some reason right when I started doing the shout outs. So I'm really giving them a second shout out. The first one just wasn't recorded. Uh, but Steve Co, thank you for following along. Appreciate you following uh, Casual Big Ten on Twitter. Hope you're enjoying your season. Not sure who you were a fan of. I could go look it up real quick. Let's look it up while I'm shouting out the next guy. Jumzy81 was also uh, interacting on Twitter. Appreciate Jones Jumzy81 following along, hopefully listening to the podcast, especially after I tag him in this episode. I can't find Steve Co. I don't know who these guys are fans of. I'm not going to look it up anymore. I'm done looking it up. Um, but appreciate Steve Coe and Jumzy81 following along. And then my last shout out is to a guy named UA Jeff37. He's got a photo of an Alabama player in his profile picture. Not sure why he's following the Big Ten stuff, except for this direct message that he sent me. Let me pull this up. I do have to pull this up real quick. Give me just a second here. Direct messages. Okay, here it is right here. From UA Jeff 37, he said, Hey, casual, really loving the content lately and the podcast. I'm a big Alabama fan, but your content is so good with the Big Ten stuff that I'm forced to follow along and really enjoy it. You have the best stuff on Twitter. Wow, best stuff on Twitter. Cool. Wow. Thank you, UA Jeff, for the uh, direct message. Appreciate you following along, listening along. Even though you're an Alabama fan, I really do appreciate you uh, checking out the pod and, like I said, following along on Twitter. Um, that's pretty much it, though. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Sorry that this episode came out a day later than I usually do because yesterday I was sick. I didn't sound good, and I wanted to wait a day, and I can do that because it's my podcast. I can release episodes whenever I want. If you haven't already, go check out the basketball preview. Check out the Twitter. Have a great weekend. Hope your team wins and go Big Ten. We'll see you guys after this weekend with a recap episode.